everybody. Welcome back to Red Deer Public Library's official podcast, Part of the Story. I am one of your hosts today, Sage Black, with my other host, Claire Brown. Hello. <laughs> what are we chatting about today? Well, first of all, it's happy season five. Happy season five, everybody. Yes. Let's go. Round of applause. I figured out the maths this morning. Wow. And it seemed wrong in the way that like... Because <laughs> like, has it been five years? Well, see, it's been five seasons. That's the trickery. It's like when you're born in the 80s and now you've lived in five decades, even though I'm only 37. Yeah, no, you're not 50. Like the math is weird. (laughs) Yeah. So we started in 2019, fall 2019, and then things happened. Yeah, you know, we did it from home (laughs) for a while. (laughs) And yeah, so season five. Crazy. It's pretty exciting. So... We wanted to do a sort of a reintroduction mm-hmm. of our podcast and ourselves so that any new listeners joining us know all the goods. Yeah. They know, know a little bit of what's yeah. been going on thus far. So History of the Podcast, quickly, mm-hmm. is, so yeah, established 2019. Established. Please don't, yeah, please don't listen to those <laughs> earlier episodes. You don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> uh, we have gotten better, thankfully, mm-hmm. over these last seasons. Uh, for tuning our own horns. Um, so I've been in, this is Claire, and I've been with the library uh, just over 15 years now. This wow. spring was 15 years. And I'm a programmer here at the library. And it's fun. This is like the best part. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's this fun. Is, and we love doing this podcast. Yes, we get to do fun things So together. to me, I, yeah. And I can't yeah. believe it's been five years. Well, five seasons. Five seasons. <laughs> Long time. It's pretty amazing. I know. And I'm Sage. Um, I've been with the library since I was 15. So I'm now a number 24. of years. Yeah. <laughs> um, started as a page. I'm now an LA2. So you'll probably see me at the desk if you ever come by at all the locations. We work around. Um, and yeah, I love getting to do this with Claire. It's always been like the highlight of, of the week we get to do it. So it is good fun. Yeah. So for this one, we thought we'll catch each other up. It's yeah. We didn't work a lot together this summer, nope. <laughs> um, slash into the fall. So we thought, what we'll have we been up. enjoying? What do we think that people might enjoy? Mm-hmm. And in that enjoyment of enjoying things, you get to know us <laughs> exactly because that's it's very telling. It is extremely. T- when I'm looking at my list, I'm just like, oh, is it a very clear list? It is a very clear list. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. So do you want to start us off with one of the things oh, you have sure. been enjoying since last we spoke? Um, I'll start with, what do I want to start with? I'll start with a book that I read recently. Ooh. Um, so I will, I have to preface, this is probably <laughs> the year that I've read the most books since like high school. Which is amazing. Which is amazing because I'm on my 17th book. Which nice. I only set my goal as like 13 for the year. So you've because blown Because like past one a it. month plus one. Yeah. I thought that was pretty like reasonable yeah. for someone who was just kind of getting back getting in back in but yeah i'm on my 17th book it's nice. been a lot of fun um i read it not to it's like the last book that i read i think or like second to last it's meet me at the lake by carly fortune oh, canadian author canadian author loved it like Ooh. i think did you read it i haven't read it yet no i really really liked it um i like it's a canadian author and it's like based in canadian cities um, so Which is like, always a little bit jarring. Yes, and that's <laughs> what I really liked about this one is because when they make references to like you know um, Bouchard Gardens in Victoria yeah. or like a little weird place in like Ontario, you're like, oh, 
okay, that's kind of cool. Because when you read other books and they're like, oh yeah, you know, when I was in New Jersey and yeah. all those places you just know of. Yeah. But then there's all these like little Canadian places that other people don't know of. So it's like, <laughs> hee hee. But she did it in a really good way because sometimes when I read those kinds of books, I'm like, I get it. We're in Canada. Like whatever. <laughs> like I, I find it annoying. Yeah. <laughs> she did a really good job. So it's um, the main character's Fern Brookbanks. Her family owns like a cottagey beachside resort on a lake in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Her grandparents started it. Her mom's been running it. And she's kind of been like really out of the picture. Doesn't want that to be her life to like become her mother and then run this resort. Mm. It switches back from like 10 years ago to the like, present time. Okay. So it's juxtaposed. Yes. So she ends up coming back to the resort present time to run it. Um, 10 years ago, it flashes to she had like this chance encounter with this man, Will Baxter. Mm. And it's, it just goes over their day that they had together. They promised to meet each other in a year at the resort. She shows up, he doesn't. Ooh. Why? <laughs> right? So then it's like 10 years in the future. He does show up because little late, he's been a little late. Bro. Little late I know. <laughs> he's been hired by her mom to help with like marketing and like, you know, getting the resort back to like it's like, you know, heyday. Heyday, exactly very good little bit of twists here and there some good little moments it was very cute <laughs> happy ever after you're deep, maybe. yeah you're deep into the romance. yeah i don't want to so spoil anything but it is it is very good and a canadian author so i like i like that too i love that yeah she's been on my tbr for a while she has the two sort of summer-esque books that's the only one i've like um, i haven't looked but the, i just saw that one and then i was like oh it's on yeah. hold for everybody I got it on on Libby as an oh, ebook nice. very quickly, so that's how I read it, and it was good. That's fun. Yeah. My first thing is sort of the thing that made me the happiest over the last few <laughs> months. Okay. And how everything sort of grew from there. And it's not a media thing. Okay. It's literally my front deck. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cute. I love it so much. And it's getting used. It's like, getting it used. Perfect, yeah. I like it a lot. So I live in an older house in one of our established neighborhoods here in Red Deer. And I painted my house this spring. And inexplicably, my stairs decided to crumble <laughs> as soon as I painted my house. Um, so I had a little front deck built so I have cute. a little like chair, like a couple little, little chairs, a little <laughs> table, and in the mornings I don't get sun until like well now it's a little bit later, but like yeah. it was like you know one o'clock, so you could spend your whole morning sort of in the shade, even mm-hmm. on those really hot days. I read so many books out there because you don't have the like I wasn't even bringing my phone out to yeah. like not have the distraction to like really like just like chill and read, and my so dog cute. tethered beside me. Uh, sometimes Just he forgot he was. Yeah, sometimes he forgot he was tethered, so yeah. that was a little bit of a learning curve <laughs> for him. Um, but it was just like so nice, and I'd never like spent so much time outside just like sitting, it's like nice not doing the thing. That. Yeah, like yeah, not yeah, not walking, not doing yard work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like sitting, enjoying the space, yeah. and yeah, the people watching. The people watching. <laughs> I'm a very things. nosy neighbor, so I would love. I do I enjoy that, that as yeah. well. Remus also is an, that's my dog. He is a nosy neighbor. If he could take notes, he absolutely would. Um, but like, I got to know my neighbors, like actually know them. They'd oh, really? walk by and they'd, they'd be like, hello. And then like, yeah. after a couple of three times, they'd be like, how are you doing? Whatever. And then like, now you know their names and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's kind hilarious. of nice. It is, it is nice. To know your yeah. Neighbors. I don't know any of my neighbors. But like, I've been there a long time. Yeah. And 
like almost it's as long as time. I've been at the library. So like yeah. really, I should have probably <laughs> known the neighbors. Especially if it's been the same neighbors, right? You know? But just it was just it. like super enjoyable and just such a good sort of way of spending, you know, your mornings yeah. or like some... Especially in the summer. Yeah, when, some like, cooler evenings yeah. or like a cloudier evening because otherwise you're getting direct yes. evening sun <laughs> and I do not like to bake. But it was just, it was so nice. That is very nice. Yeah. It was good for you. It was just really a good way to start things off yeah. for me. So well, that's like my base. And you decided to do a deck and stairs and not just go like, oh, just redo the stairs. Right. So, so I'm very, I'm decision. very pleased. Very pleased. Very nice. Yeah. What else have you been enjoying? Oh, goodness. Let me check. You threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that my list was going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't even have to say it. We, we all know we both are the probably demo for enjoying the Barbie movie. So, oh, like, yes. We have enjoyed I'm so glad that. that you're bringing it in. Of course. Um, I haven't watched it since I saw it in the theater. I have it on hold on DVD. I'm like 30th in line. I was oh, a little Lord. low. But you know Who what? did you go with? Let's talk I about... I went with my mom. You went with your mom? Yes. See, I think that's the way to go. Yes. I texted my sister as soon as I saw the movie. Yes. I went with a male friend of mine. Not the same. No. Like, I really... Like, it was a lovely experience. Mm-hmm. He wasn't poo-pooing the movie. It's not about that. <laughs> but, like, there's just a lot of just, like... He very niche, yeah, very niche, like personal girl things. Mm -hmm. And I text my sister immediately, and I was like, "I regret that we did not go to this movie together, (laughs) exactly, and and see it for the first time." Well, and that was the thing. So, like, my partner, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll watch it." He didn't want to go to the theater, which I was like, "Fair enough. Yeah, I won't make you do that, but we'll watch it together." He said. So I was like, "Great." Went with my mom. My brother and his girlfriend were in town the other weekend, and she still hasn't seen it. My brother's Mm. girlfriend, and she wants to see it so bad. And I told her, I said, do not go see it with him, my brother. Yeah. I was like, it is not the movie for him. He will be poo-pooing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. The vibes so will not be the same. Yeah. yeah. So Because she really wants to see it. And I was like, do not see it with him. Yeah. It's not the movie to be seen with him. I know him. <laughs> but it's so funny. So I went to like a weird matinee. Like, were there children? There were children. Too many. And I think that the child, like the parents of the children did not realize. Because it's it Barbie. Not- yeah. It's not really... It, there's nothing bad about it no, for children. it's not inappropriate for children. It's but just it's not boring for children, movie, I think. Yeah. Like, Trolls boy band movie to keep their attention for like two <laughs> yeah, hours. The trailer, <laughs> right? Trailer. Before. Yeah. So I agree. The themes. So originally, I was like, I'm not into this Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. And mostly it was for no good reason. Yeah. Except for Greta Gerwig, <laughs> the director, had directed Little Women. Yes. And I have been in a feud with Little Women about I 30 know, years, right? I know. So I was like, do I trust you to do this? Because you like did that thing with like Lori and Amy, which I've been mad about for literally mm-hmm. 30 years. And everyone was saying <laughs> that you did such a good job. And like good for you and whatever. But yeah, yeah being a hater, I was like not no. gonna go see it yeah and like i don't think the trailers like sold it for me i had no clue what the movie was gonna be about yeah, until like, like the movie ended and i was like oh and then it started getting like good buzz and reviews sort of yeah. before and then i was like mm, maybe that is something mm-hmm. that i'm interested in and then i went there how much crying did you do um like a good amount especially <laughs> at the end <laughs> <laughs> like and i just i really wish that the theater experience i wish that i had gone in a matinee Mm -hmm. and i wish i had gone with my sister yeah and (laughs) that it was just like the full the full barbie experience yeah when we my mom and i went on like a tuesday evening Mm. so it wasn't like there were some children or like younger kids probably fewer though but not not as many and it it definitely wasn't like a distraction because i have been to movies (laughs) 
there are many distractions. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. It was Did really good. A lot good. of crying. Because I had known going into the movie, because I had seen, I saw some interviews, and I saw the one talking about how there's that um, montage at the end where it looks like, With like real, real footage. Yeah. And they're talking about how it was like footage from all the cast and crew members of like important Friends and women family. in their lives. Yeah. So I knew that going in, and then I saw that montage, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then at the end when she's like, beca- like you know, choosing to like yeah. stay in the real world, and I was spoilers. Like, oh. <laughs> Oopsies. Well, you know, you know, yeah, it's bound to happen by the time this is out in October. Everyone will. Have you've seen. had a chance. Yeah, it's made and, over a billion dollars. Well, and of course because like they come to the real world anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. But like the clothes, the styling of like so Barbie good. Land, like oh my just God. everything looked good. The, and like the Lizzo song at the beginning, yeah, like it's just it's. Perfect. It is really uh, good. Ryan Gosling did a like everyone did a fantastic job. Yeah. He he nailed. He was Ken. in it. He was yeah. a Ken. Yeah. And he he is like just in his real life. You hear him talking about his family, and you're like, oh, that's a Ken. That's a Ken. <laughs> that's vibes. With his two daughters. Yeah. But I also think that it really spoke to like our age, like your age group to mm-hmm. my age group, because Greta Gerwig is that, a millennial woman. Yeah. Like she, she clearly knows. cares about Barbie. All of the like little moments and jokes, the like Matchbox Twenty song, oh like God. all of those like little things. Like she was talking to us directly yeah. as an audience, and she nailed it. That's like the perfect moment because yeah. my mom and I were even talking about it after. She was like, "It's a good song, but when you actually like listen to the lyrics, oh yeah, it's like <laughs> like the big side eye." And yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> it was just yeah, it was so fantastic. Good. Yeah. Even I'm if you're so not like glad a that you brought fan. it up. Oh, yeah, I definitely think not. And I think that, so my niece saw it, and she's 11. She went (laughs) with a little friend of hers, and they took away completely different things from the movie. My niece was very disappointed that Barbie and Ken did not end up together and or kiss. Of course, of course. So (laughs) I think there's a little bit of that. See, and and that's because it's not for them. No, it's like... (laughs) It's not for them. It's not, yeah, it's not not for them, but it's not directly for For them. them. Yeah. Yeah, it was treating the audience as though... She knew that we were in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Which I appreciated. I did, I did too. Well yeah. And I hadn't been to the movies in forever, especially not with my mom. Yeah. So that was like nice. That nice was the way to go. Too. That was the way to go. Fun. I'm glad you went with your mom. Me too. <laughs> you made me so jealous. But like speaking of that, obviously another huge film this summer oh, yes. was Oppenheimer. I did not see. <laughs> um, I so heard I, good things I did not see. I actually saw Oppenheimer the weekend it came out, which is the same weekend that Barbie came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Barbie until the following week, so I guess I'm That's not fair. as big of a Barbie fan as I should have been. <laughs> um, well, which one would you go see again? So as soon as I left Oppenheimer, I thought, you know what? One and done. Yeah. One and done. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm not, like, performances were great. Cinematography is excellent. Directing, great. Like, everything was great. Mm -hmm. Like, like, the performances were just excellent. You know? It's not a rewatch for me, and I knew it sort of the minute (laughs) it was over. I was like, I'm glad I saw it, but I, I'm good. you did. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Um. For me, like, I love Christopher Nolan as Spoiler, a director. Spoiler, the bomb drops at the end. Yeah. No, not even at the end. Oh. <laughs> well, the bomb drops at some point. I, I do, I liked, um, if you are a fan of, like, film, mm-hmm. you 
probably know that Christopher Nolan off, oftentimes plays with, like, timelines of things. Right. Um, so in this movie, he plays a little bit with the timelines, but he also juxtaposes sort of objective truth with subjective truth using either color or black, or and, black white. and white. I did hear about that, which so, I thought was pretty cool. really interesting. Um, Killian Murphy has excellent performance of course. in there. Emily Blunt, um, he plays she plays his wife mm-hmm. for the first half of the movie. I'm like, you're so underused. Like, what are we <laughs> What's like going on? Here? Yeah. Like she would just sort of be in the background. She'd just be in a couple of scenes, you know, like nothing special. And then you get to, why they cast Emily Blunt. Uh, uh, and you're okay. like, oh, I see. I see what's happening here. <laughs> so if she's not nominated for Best Supporting Actress, oh, I don't really? even know oh, okay. what's Good going on. Know. He's going to be nominated for Lead Actor for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think Ryan Gosling is going to be nominated. I don't know if it's going to yeah. be Supporting or Lead. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie is going to be nominated yeah. absolutely for Barbie for Lead. Um, I just, I loved going... Like those two big movies in the summer was like, very could not be theater. any more different. <laughs> yes, I loved it so much. But I loved getting back to the theater this summer, like full stop. Like I saw Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, um, the new one as well, and it was excellent mm-hmm. because like they're wild. They don't make any sense. Well, no, and like, like that's the whole point. And right? it was about AI. Like the villain is this like oh, really? AI thing. Ooh. It's so good. Um, just like really again, like good storytelling. Good like. You're not, like, mad when you go to the movies for those movies, right? Yeah. You, like, you pay your little dollars, which are not little anymore. No. The theater's quite spendy. Yes. And you want that experience. You want the theater experience. And you want the movie on the big screen to be worthy of the big screen. Yeah. And I think like, those three movies... Spend $70 for a night out. Basically. <laughs> two people. Well, because when I booked our tickets online for Barbie, and it was the Tuesday, which I forgot was, like, cheaper tickets on Tuesday at, like galaxy i think a lot of people do <laughs> yeah but i was surprised for even like a new movie yeah that it was but yeah so we we got our cheap little tickets and i can't eat popcorn so i didn't get popcorn <laughs> so it was fine but you know it was still a good time yeah i just i love the theater experience yeah it is fun it's so good what else have you been enjoying oh let's see let's see let's see oh really weird the last like this is maybe like the last like month or so I don't know so I got a TikTok and I had seen this guy's like YouTube videos before he's Canadian he's a chemist and his like YouTube channel channel is Nile Red okay and he like he'll just make I saw like a quick clip on TikTok and then I was like oh, I'll just go like watch his actual like YouTube channel I love it because I love personally like long form content I do too like yeah. 30 minutes or less no thank you yeah. I need like th- 30 minutes do, to three give me hours. a deep dive yeah like, yeah long... I'll have it playing in the background while I'm doing whatever I'm exactly. doing exactly I don't want to yeah. have to queue up my videos and no just, absolutely let not me put Agreed. it on. but he'll make videos and he has this like big lab he has like his like whatever in like biochem whatever like very well educated guy <laughs> lives in Montreal but he'll make videos of like turning rubber gloves into hot sauce and it's like an, an hour long video of if like the way he like <laughs> dissolves the gloves and gets whatever chemicals out of them to then mix with these to make this I don't know if that makes me feel good about rubber gloves to make (laughs) (laughs) to make like the the capsaicin like the spicy element of hot sauce mix that in with like to make very in depth (laughs) very funny because he's also just doing it like for fun yeah and he he really likes like the applied chemistry to do just do silly things <laughs> and it is very very entertaining but the way he talks I don't know it, it's just something in my brain because he kind of talks like 
And then I went and did this, and it's just that very almost like monotone where I feel like some people might not like it, but it's so relaxing. <laughs> I'll just your sit brain. there and watch, and I'll just be like, ah. <laughs> so yeah, I would recommend. They're very funny, and then he has like his his second channel where he'll do like more behind the scenes oh, and yeah. like really kind of like silly things. Um, but yeah, I I've always really liked chemistry, so I think that has something to do with it too. But it is just very interesting that you're like, oh yeah, I can take. Um, like rubber gloves and turn it into like hot sauce if I want. That's so to. weird. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I know. That makes you <laughs> that makes you feel like the world is an actual simulation. Well, but that's the thing. Like... It's because like when you add like this liquid into that one and it creates this like foamy reaction or like solids in the mixture, like you're like, Oh yeah, it just made that. But when you think about it, you're like, No, it's because the atoms are actually just moving and connecting to something else. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. That doesn't feel real. I know. And so I just watch it, and I'm like, well, I'm happy I don't have to do this, but I get yeah, to watch somebody basically. else do it. So yeah, that's a fun one. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Um, so with movies again. So it had been mm-hmm. so long since I had, like, watched a new old movie. You know what I mean? Like okay. a movie that had been out and for whatever reason had passed me by. Okay. And Like within the last, like, five years or, like, old, old? Um, so this one is the last since 2015 this one was um that i'm gonna is like five years ago (laughs) yeah um but like because you feel like you miss the moment right Mm -hmm. like if something is really big or something is really like exciting of the time and for whatever reason you didn't engage with it that'll be me and oppenheimer yeah (laughs) but like then you feel like you've missed the moment like why go back there's so many new things out blah 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 yeah things are shiny go to the new thing right exactly so, because Oppenheimer was coming out, I thought about Christopher Nolan, and I've really enjoyed Christopher Nolan films. Mm-hmm. So, he did, like, the Dark Knight trilogy, he did, like, Inception, Dunkirk, like, lots of, like, really... Yeah. Like, I, I really liked Tenant a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Other so. people were less... But, <laughs> less like, Tenant is, like, one of my favorite Nolan films. Okay. So, I had realized, because TikTok feeds you content from, like, knowing stuff from your brain. Yes. Um, and, like, different things about Interstellar were coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why haven't I never... You've never watched? I had never, never watched. Oh. I'd never watched Interstellar, and I thought, okay. that's lame. So I thought, I'm going to watch Interstellar. So put it on, like, one Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and, like, literally crying yeah. nearly the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, like, box of Kleenex. It's so like well acted it's so like grounded in the humanity of the story even though it's about space but the score is beautiful the shots are beautiful and like to me sort of when Matthew McConaughey did his like Dallas Buyers Club um and he won his Academy Award and then he did True Detective another excellent sort of like gritty performance yeah I think that was sort of the turning point in his career where we were like oh like, he's, like, a good actor. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's not just, like, the rom-com, like, fun guy. Yes, like, like those performances, I like those, too. Serious right? actor, yeah. So, in Interstellar, you spend a lot of time mm-hmm. with Matthew McConaughey, either, like, close up or, <laughs> yeah. what, like, you just spend well, a lot of time with him. Movie, yeah, too, right? it's about three hours. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just, I never realized, like, how good he yeah. really was. Because, like, in True Detective, which is my favorite thing of all time, mm-hmm. um... He has, like, Woody Harrelson, he has, like, a cast of characters. And I'm not saying that there's not a cast of characters in Interstellar, but he definitely is sort of the grounded person in that because he, like, as soon as he's heartbroken at the first planet, (laughs) I'm gone. It's over. Like, 
it's just it was so good and after I watched it the first time I could not stop thinking about it I spoke to one of our co-workers who <laughs> is in love with um, the score and they were like I need to rewatch that too yeah. so then they were deep in on it again and then I couldn't stop thinking about it <laughs> and I have rewatched it See, twice that, since that yeah. yeah and it's emotional resonance yeah. for me every time is there well, amazing film you finally I know, but then I felt like, where have I been since 2015? A person who, like, loves movies, go to the theater. And Christopher Nolan. Yes, like, where have I been? I don't know. Like, what have I been doing? Maybe, again, the hype was too much. You were like, ah, it can't be that good. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's literally (laughs) embarrassing. embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, loved it. That's good. It is, I haven't watched it in forever. I just, I want to watch it again today. Like, like, every time I think about (laughs) it, I want to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) So you, just, you really have to put away like half your day. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, what else have I been enjoying? Oh, another book. Ooh, another book. I know. So this one is The Whispers by Ashley Audrain. Oh, I've she seen also, it. It's her newest one. She also wrote The Push a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. Um, both of them are kind of like psychological mother thrillers. I like don't domestic. Know. Yeah, yeah. Like, so... The push I really enjoyed, like, and it's the whispers is very similar. Her newer one, where it's like very, very fast paced, not a lot of dialogue, which like I know some people don't always do well with, and sometimes I I like a little bit more di- dialogue, but the way she writes is just so like intriguing, mm. and you just keep thinking about it, and then you just don't want to put it down. <laughs> Um, so this one, it's like, there's a neighborhood and all of like the families that live in the neighborhood and it switches between all of the mother's points of views of like four different families Okay. because there's an accident and one of the family's sons falls through like the third story window onto Mm. the ground and you don't know if it was an accident or not. Um, because what other mothers have seen like in the neighborhood of like the mother screaming at her children and like hearing things from over the fence type of thing. So they really don't know. But they're all, like, talking about this as they all have, like, their own kind of, like, familial issues going on. (laughs) Um, Or it's, like, the neighbor of the mother who, like, her son passed. Like, she's older now, and her son passed when he was, like, in his teens. And, Mm. like, they think nothing of her, but she's always, like, watching and always, like, hearing things. Interesting. So good. Amazing twist ending, because, like, you're pretty sure you have it nailed down, whoever it was. And then you're like, oh, that is (laughs) not what I expected (laughs) at all at all and I think like as someone who is not a mother um (laughs) if you are a mother and you read it you might have like a very different perspective and you may not like it because a lot of it is like maybe these people should not be parents maybe Mm. they should not be a mother because like they're kind of bad at it (laughs) like they're not super great um because I find that a lot with like I've talked to other co-workers too. There was another book that I read back in the day called like The Chain by Adrian McKinty. And it's about like kidnapping children to get your own kidnap child released type of thing. Yeah. And like, you know, abuse. Like how far do you go? Yeah. Yeah. And there's one who was like, she's a mom. She's like, I just can't read it. I can't read like anything about like stuff with like bad things happening with kids anymore since I'm a mom. And I'm just, as I'm reading the book, I'm just like, oh, poor kid. Next page. (laughs) Like, (laughs) does not affect me in the same way. Yeah. I would be interested to hear a, a mother's opinion. I'm getting my mom to read it, so I'll, <laughs> I'll see what she thinks. It's interesting that that's your experience. Like, I also don't have children. Yeah. But um, I, 
few in the book club that I'm in, any book book club mm-hmm. here at the library, like, that's like one of their like red flag, absolutely will not read really? Child in Danger yeah. or like something like that because I'll again, parent, <laughs> but it's interesting, right? Because yeah. it's a completely different perspective because yep, yeah, you true. and I are both like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, this is a fictional child yeah yeah but i think when you're a parent you maybe put yourself in the position a little bit more so it can be quite triggering i think so because it it really does like kind of go into like the like the sacrifices of motherhood and and all that kind of stuff too so it's Mm -hmm. like it was i i finished it in like a day we both know that as being pet parents yeah (laughs) exactly the sacrifices i make every day (laughs) they're the same (laughs) exactly exactly um, one of the things that I really enjoyed over the last few months was the air show. So, like, Red Deer had its oh, first yes. air show in, like, 20 years, and my friend was turning 40, so I got him tickets nice. to go to the air show because... What else are you going to do when you're 40? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and also, I mean, people love the air show. They do. So, like, I was, like, okay about the air show. I was, mm-hmm. like... I was Does not... he love the air show? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was, like, like not... Yeah, I was not disinterested, but I also wasn't, like, I really want to go level of interested. So, anyways, got the tickets, went there. I think that there were some logistical issues because it had been some 20 years. (laughs) I did hear Um, about those. It was really hot, Mm -hmm. um, which I don't do well with heat um, for a myriad of reasons. They had delicious food trucks. Good. Including the barbecue food truck, which is my favorite. Oh, good, okay. Um, but there were like fifteen thousand people there. Oh my god! And you're all in like a field with no shade, no shade, no shelter. Um, obviously, because you have to be able to like look into the sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are at the air show. Yeah. So yeah. it's about three hours long. Different. Are there um, places to sit? No, you sat on the grass, or you brought oh, your own okay. situation. You brought your own chairs or whatever. Okay. We were just sitting on the grass. Because I didn't want to schlep a chair all day. Well, no, I know. That's the thing, right? Like, you have to, like, make a camp. You have to, like, decide if you wanted to, like, make a camp. And not that bad. (laughs) So, like, it was really good. Some of the planes were crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, F-18. Like, when they were talking about how fast an F-18 goes. Because, like, when it goes by you, you're like, that seems fast and loud. Mm -hmm. But, like, when they put it in context of, like, it could go from Red Deer to Edmonton in seven minutes... That is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like how they would do the loops. And so it ended with the snowbirds. Very good. I'm not saying the air show was bad. No. Myself, though, I'm not a three-hour air show person. No. But I found out thing. while I was watching the you air went, show. You did it. I now... liked the experience of it. Yeah. Yeah. But now you can not go anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm not a three-hour person. And I think it was just too hot for me. Well, and that's the thing. Because it's like, it's you know events like that when there's like nowhere to go like no shade it's yeah. gonna be so hot or pouring rain oh yeah <laughs> there's be gonna canceled, be no in between right? yeah <laughs> that's always how it is in the summers here so at least it was a nice day and, and yeah. you guys got to do it but that is a lo- like unless you have an umbrella and like a fan and also maybe this is an overshare it's the first time i used a porta potty i realized in, in my life? 37 years what? i don't recall <laughs> yeah i don't recall ever using a porta potty before oh. And, like, when I walked past, like, the string, like, they had, I will say that they were very set up well for, like, washrooms. They had lots. But a porta potty is a porta potty, you know? Yeah. Especially on, like, a 33 degree day. But it was actually okay. Okay. But, like, as we walked by, Mm -hmm. it smelled like candy to me. (laughs) And I was like, what, like, because I didn't know that it was a porta potty. 
And I said to my friend, I'm like, what? what? Is like, it smells like candy. And he's like, that's the porta potty, like, the little clear yeah. puck thing. And I was like, oh. They sell candy at the porta potty? <laughs> like, it just, it really smelled like candy to me. Well, so, better than the anyways, those were some interesting things. That but is like, hilarious. It also really them. made me want to be a pilot, like, just like a, for fun. <laughs> Yeah, just like just fun. get like a little, a little like plane. little plane, a little two seater. I looked into it to see like Did you really <laughs> le- see about lessons, to see about like plane rentals and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. Currently I cannot justify the expense. A little pricey. Yeah, yeah. it's I not I feel like that's a rich person. It's not hobby. a hobby for a single thirty seven <laughs> yeah. year old paying a mortgage. Yeah. Like it's not enough. that. But maybe eventually. But like some people like had built their own planes that were there. And they like, let them they fly come, them yeah, above everybody? They come in like little kits. Or they had, like, World War II planes. They had a lot of, like, cool stuff. I will give them that. Good family event, I guess. It was, like, it was was quite well attended, it sounds like, over the two days. I hope that it comes back again. They were talking also about how our, um, I don't know, airport slash flying club Mm -hmm. might get these, like, little races, these little plane races, which I would go and watch as well. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it in the sky with, like, That's interesting. turning around and coming. I don't yeah, know how you know. decide who wins. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but I would still go. It's for them to decide. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Would recommend. I don't know if it's a yearly thing. But. I feel like in other places it is. I think, like, if you have 30,000 people over one weekend, it's it suggests that other people will come. Probably. <laughs> well, and, like, especially if they figure out the. Other logistics yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> We were in Edmonton that day coming home because we were helping my brother and his girlfriend move. And she got a text from her family saying, like, if anyone's, like, to their family group chat saying, like, because they kind of lived out of town that way. They're like, do not go this way. Do not go that way. You will be stuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, avoid. So we were Yeah, like, getting Oof. in and out, getting out of the parking lot was not fun. Full tank of gas. Yeah. You yeah. really had to have some patience. Crazy. But That's hilarious. It was a good okay. experience. Nice. My next thing is very summer. My mom and I did it for the first time last year. It's the Alberta Open Farm Days. Oh, yeah. And we did it again this year. So it's when, like, all different types of farms in Alberta over one weekend, like, open their farms to the public. And they'll do, like, tours. And they'll, like, show you how they farm the things they farm, whether it's, like, animals, agriculture, flat. Like, I know there were some, um, like, flower places, too. Oh, nice. All different kinds of stuff, like honey bees oh wow um beef bite like everything um so when we did it last year my mom and i we picked so many places and i think we got to like half of them on our list (laughs) we just picked like kind of around central alberta yeah because it's all over like you can kind of see what's around you or just do like an alphabetical list Mm. and the website is really nice because it'll show you where they all are on the map you can add them to your trip and then it'll give you like a google maps oh wow so it'll give you all the directions very handy (laughs) And we had such a good time last year. Like, it was just us, like, gals, like, gallivanting to all these farms. (laughs) And so we did it again this year, and we went to kind of all also around central Alberta, but to the south and a little bit to the east because we went more to the north last time. And it was just so much fun. We went to all of the – because, like, Innisfail Growers is a co-op of Mm. five family farms. We went to all of their family farms. So there's, like, the potato farm – Upper Greens, there's like Edgar, and they do like oh, a bunch Edgar of different stuff. Yeah. 
the jungle farm oh, and then man. a couple others too and it was just like such a fun day <laughs> they take us on little tours and sometimes they're like selling their product or so you're getting it right fresh yes oh well the potato farm upper greens it was like pick your own potatoes dig your own potatoes oh wow so we go out to the field with the little bags the owner of the farm is out there and he's like oh i'll just dig them for you so we're chatting to him <laughs> like asking him questions as he's like digging our potatoes oh delicious potatoes I would highly recommend (laughs) (laughs) potatoes but it was so much fun and then the next day we went out to it was called DNA Gardens they're like a really big farm out east by Elnora which I had never been out there Um, and they got a lot of stuff going on and they sell like food and everything and they have like tours and they sell like all different types of fruits like fruit trees and they have all of their fruit trees so we actually came home with um an apricot tree in my mom's Prius. Oh, cool. Yeah, because <laughs> my mom had wanted an apricot tree. And so the, the owner of the farm, because it's a husband and wife, she was the one helping us. And because some plants, because you all sometimes have to get two because they need to like fertile, like, or not fertilize, um, what's the word? Pollinate Cold, each pollinate, other. Yeah. So what they do is they graft arms of different apricot trees onto a tree so then they start growing from that tree so then you only need one tree and you don't have to get two it's like a grafted tree i know (laughs) and these ones were like brand new graftings which like they usually don't sell but she gave it to my mom for like super cheap with the caveat of like let me know if it works in two years yeah and my mom's like great we'll do so we came home with our little apricot tree. Nice. It was so much fun. Did you put it in the backyard or in the front? My mom put it in the backyard. Nice. It's got a very nice spot. It looks very good. In like five years, we might have an apricot. So <laughs> it'll be perfect. Fingers crossed. Come, yep. Let me know. I might, I might have a, a little harvest. Um, but yeah, it was just, I, I love spending time with my mom yeah. too. So it's just like a really fun thing and like an excuse for us to like go to all these places together and, yeah. and spend the weekend. So I would really recommend it. They do it every year, usually kind of in like the middle of August over the course of like the Saturday and the Sunday. Some do, some farms choose to participate in both days. Some just do one or the other. So you kind of have to plan your, your trip route a little that. bit. But I, if you have the gas money <laughs> and some, and like bring some cash, cause a lot of them like sell on site. It's yeah. such a good, such a good time. It's and so funny to, that you would bring that up because somebody else had said to me yeah. that they had missed the open farm days oh, yeah. and they were so disappointed <laughs> and I had never been, but I have been interested as well. Yeah. And so it's so, it's good to know that you've it's had so two really fun. good experiences. Two really good years. Yeah. And, and like. Up in Edmonton, they have so many different kinds, like, up around there. So I think next year we might, like... Do a bit more of a road trip? Yeah, go in, because my brother lives up in Edmonton, so we might just go and sleep on his couch for the <laughs> for the night and then head up around there. So it's very oh, I fun. I would that. definitely... Even if you just go to, like, there's some out by Innisfail or, like, Gull Lake, they're not too far. Yeah. And it's still just, like, a really cool... Just to see, like, where your food comes from, you know? And no, to, to support so local. Yeah. So I have a couple of things left. My first thing is books. I know yes. it's been a moment since I had talked about I books. I know, what the heck? Um, so I got into a bit of a new genre, a bit of a new niche genre, okay. I should say. Um, and it was one that I had read in a, in a different way than now. So prior to TikTok, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was called, <laughs> it was called fantasy romance. Okay. Um, so that either that was urban fantasy or like deep fantasy, like completely right. like made up world. Now they call it romanticy. Oh, I have not heard of it. Yeah. Okay. So 
I have a hard time calling it romanticy because I feel like a faker. <laughs> but generally speaking, I guess now it's called romanticy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had such an excellent few months of just finding the perfect romanticies okay. and just like them being so good. Um, so one of the earliest ones that I read was a duology, which is also my favorite, when it's just two books and they're both out. And they're both good. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Um, so it was a duology by Lexi Ryan. The first one is called These Hollow Vows, and the second one is called These Twisted Bonds. And it's about a, um, like, older teen, like 18, 19-year-old uh, teen, and she and her sister live, like, this is, like, a fantasy world, so it's, like, no, like, cars and whatever. Okay. Like, <laughs> so they live very poor, and um, their rent for this woman who's allegedly take, taken them in from, like, the altruism of her heart. She's, like, a very, like, stepmother Cinderella type. Um, oh. So they've been really struggling. And her, they know that there's, like, a fairy, like, world mm-hmm. um, over the, sort of over the fence or the gate, if you want to say, like, but nobody goes there because you'd be in danger as a human. So her sister, her younger sister, uh, gets sort of kidnapped and whisked away. And she basically has nothing to lose. So she's like, I'm going to go find her and we'll figure it out. And their mom has been missing, deceased, we don't know, for quite a number of years. And so it tur- I don't want to spoil anything. This is the problem. Right. I know. So it's, it's very hard to talk about it. But it turns out that she has something that she cannot see <laughs> until okay. she's sort of in that world. Oh, okay. Um, and then she, yeah. And then she realizes a little bit about what's going on. She realizes that her childhood friend maybe isn't who he claimed to be. Oh, no. um, just a lot of different things. It's a bit of a love triangle, which is quite prevalent in YA, which if anyone knows me knows <laughs> I hate. Um, but I think it was handled quite well. I think okay. it's fairly obvious like where that's going so I wasn't like super like grossed out by that will they won't they good uh stuff but just really fast reads really well done I would recommend them nice and then I read another duology adult though um the first book is called Empire of Sand the second one is called Realm of Ash and they are very loosely connected I thought they would be um more connected because the protagonists are sisters Um, but the books take place 10 years apart and by the time we see the first sisters in the second book Mm -hmm. it's pretty late and so they aren't super tied together Um, so I was a little bit disappointed with that part of it I definitely liked the first book more I think there was more action Mm -hmm. I think the relationship and characters were a little bit more well drawn it was very hard to like the second sister for a while <laughs> and she wasn't supposed to be likable okay. but I do struggle when I don't really like quote unquote anybody that I'm reading about like there has to be somebody that I like because right, then you're like well what's the point because or enjoy their are... POV, uh, their POV like yeah. early on um, but I knew that I loved the first book <laughs> the first book has one of the most romantic scenes that I've ever read oh. in any book okay. of my life um which sort of comes out a little bit of nowhere because it's not just like, it's not super romantic focused, but there's just one scene in it. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, but the second book I didn't connect with in the same way. So it's like, it's like a five-star read, like 
would give more than five stars mm-hmm. and like a four star, but I'm rounding it to four probably from like three and a half, three, right. seven, five. Well, um, could you read the first one? You could read the first one and be fulfilled okay. for sure. Um, so that's what I like about those kind of sort of interconnected loosely duologies is yeah, you could, there might be other people who enjoy the second one more. It's, it's hard to say <laughs> for myself though. Absolutely. It not. was the first one. Yeah. And then two others I'll just quickly mention mm-hmm. because so uh, Re- Rebecca Yaros's Fourth Wing has been oh, yes, a huge yes, book. Yes. And I was seeing something on TikTok about like, what do you read after the Fourth Wing? Because it is so good. What okay. do you read after? I it? haven't read it. So it's, it's so good. Is it the first in a series? It's the first in the series. Okay. Um, the second book comes out in November for the Fourth Wing. So I'm like, yeah, I do kind of have a bit of a hangover because it was so So readable, just highly, highly readable. And so they recommended this book called The Jassad Air by Sarah Hashim. And it uses um, sort of like Egyptian mythology as their base. And the, yeah, the protagonist is part of a class of people who are being eradicated throughout the realms um, because they have magic in their blood. It manifests in different ways. Um, So she has hidden this since she's a child. Her father was um, sort of proactive in sending her away when he realized Mm -hmm. that something was a bit, you know, whatever. Again, a really good sort of like B plot romance, mm-hmm. uh, really strong. It has such a cliffhanger. Oh no! <laughs> it drove me crazy, but it's it, it's it was very very good. And but the problem is the second book has not been announced yet, and I am concerned. Oh, no. I have concerns. But if it's but you'd think when did this one come out? It came like it came out probably five months ago, six months ago. So, so it's still like not. I'm still stocking it on Goodreads because I yeah. need to. I need There'll to probably know. be a second one. There better be. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last recommendation, and I literally cannot recommend this one enough. I cannot wait for the second book <laughs> okay. to come out. I already have it pre-ordered. So it's called One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig. Okay. And it's about this girl who has what she calls a monster in her mind. And it talks to her, and she mm-hmm. talks to it, and sometimes it helps her if she's in danger or whatever. Okay. But their again, their magic system is it's a trade off. So mm-hmm. if you're using magic, you're giving something up, but you maybe don't know it yet. Okay. So she's had this like monster inside of her since she's a little girl, mm-hmm. and she is trying to figure that out and she engages with it a little bit she hides it a lot um and then the people who are sort of looking for different they have this like tarot system magic thing where if you have a card you have the power of that card but again if you use the power of that card you are giving something up that maybe you don't know that you're giving up so it revealed in different ways that the cards don't really work on her in the same way Mm, and it's because of this monster inside i'm not going to tell you what the monster is i'm not going to tell you (laughs) anything like that anything but again the cliffhanger of that how she gets to the end what happens like you know how sometimes when you're reading a book and 
there's a shift in a character but it's not played super well on page like you feel like it would play better on screen because yes. you can see the nuances yeah. of a performance or whatever um how it is played in this book is the best way I've ever seen oh, really? a change in a character. Okay. Just like super well plotted, super well done, and you know straight away, like as the reader, you know like something's straight happening. away. <laughs> and you're waiting for like the other characters to pick up on it because you need to have like them react to the thing that you now know. Okay, I just added it. That's what I was doing. I was putting it to my <laughs> want to read so I don't forget about the title. Ooh, but I already have good. it pre-ordered. It's coming okay. like in a few weeks, the second book. Mm. I'm so excited for it. Um, it's I think the book series is called The Shepherd King yes, uh, duology. Yes, that's what it just said, yeah. Um, it's very good. Okay. It's not, I didn't think it was my vibe. But it's it very is. gothic. It's yeah. very fantasy. Um but holy smokes. Okay. And like Good that last third. My goodness. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh no. It really, it really is selling me. Okay. Good. You've sold me. Yeah. So. Do you have one more thing that you've been um, enjoying? Let me check. There is one. And I just have to talk about it because it's so funny. <laughs> um, I haven't finished it. So like, don't ask me. But it's the podcast called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding. Oh, I've about? seen something about okay. that on TikTok. <laughs> If you, like, have some time and you need something to listen to, it is very funny. So it, so it's exactly what the title is, Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding. It's these two women who got married um, with their friend who plays the detective, <laughs> who is not a detective in real life, trying to figure out because they got married a few years before. Yeah. Um, and somebody had An shat accident. on the floor at their wedding. <laughs> Um, don't know who, don't know how, don't know why. It was just, it was in the vicinity of the bathroom. They just did not make it to the toilet. What makes this even better is this wedding happened on a yacht. So it is truly a closed door mystery. (laughs) And so no one was happening by. uh, It's so hard to say. So they do, they interview people who were at the wedding, their friends, they send out this like Google form of like what kind of underwear were you wearing and shoes because oh like we, we have evidence of like so funny and they have accents I think they're like maybe Australian or like British some oh, of the that's friends always a little bit funnier. and so they're just so witty yeah. and they're just so funny and they do get they do order like a uh, lie detector <laughs> off of the internet and they do use oh it on goodness. people but some of the questions they get like they ask people are just so unhinged and like so intrusive obviously it's all like for fun Ingest, yeah um but yeah it is it is quite funny quite quite funny i would i don't know so i, I haven't finished it so i don't know if they we don't if know they who the culprit out, is yeah but they're like they range in like um minutes so like some of them are a little shorter but they're never longer than like an hour really so they're pretty short um and and there's like maybe less than 20 episodes it's just so funny it's so fun and like i got my mom to listen to it and i got a text from her and she's like oh i'm i'm walking on the treadmill and i'm just laughing ha 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 i bet the people think i'm crazy (laughs) okay so your mom's so cute. I would recommend listening to it. it is, it's it's a funny a funny listen, uh, for sure. That's interesting. Yeah, that's just like a friend joke gone completely. Oh, it is. Overboard. It's like an inside joke, but they're like, well, now we need to get to the bottom <laughs> yeah. of this because it's like everyone knows yeah. who was at the wedding, right? Oh Somebody gosh. must know something. Somebody must know something. <laughs> must dun, know dun, something. Dun, dun. And they do they do like bring up. They're like, well, could have an, an animal could have come aboard. Like, what kind of animals <laughs> lives in these waters that we were like yachting in? <laughs> 
my goodness. Yeah, very funny. And they do, they do, they do like, I don't know how, but they get, like, different scientists or, like, marine oh biologists to call in, too, to, like, give their opinions. Very good. That's hilarious. Yeah. So my last thing that I've been enjoying over the last few months is <laughs> super shocking to a coworker of ours. Okay. Cher, our coworker, yes. <laughs> absolutely just... It. Yeah, she basically thinks that maybe I've been replaced by a body snatching person. Okay. I've been baking. Oh, I can see how she would think that. <laughs> like, I've what been baking been a baking? lot. I made a bundt cake. I made lemon loaves. Okay. I made donuts. Oh, I did see the donuts. I made... I wasn't sure if you were the one making them. <laughs> yeah. Me By yourself. only. From scratch. Anyone else with you? No. Or you were just... By myself. Oh, wow, good for you. I know. So... Just in the mood? Like, in that fall mood? Well, it was... This is maybe an overshare. It was one of the things that my therapist recommended to me. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, like, I walk with Remus a lot. Mm-hmm. I read, et cetera, et cetera. And they were like... Maybe you should try a new hobby, like, in terms of, like, stress control or whatever. And something that engages the mind. Because you really have to be, like, in it, right? Like, you have to be reading the recipe. You have to be reading the all of the things. And um, you have to sort of plan a little bit. How long is it going to take? What's the prep work? Et cetera. So, yes. So, it's a thing that I'm doing. And now, I think that I am basically a professional baker at this (laughs) point. Have you been enjoying it? I have been enjoying it. I'm not great at making cookies. Everything else has turned out very well. My cookies are not great. Okay. So, I've been a little bit disappointed with those. Um, But, because I'm now a professional baker, Mm -hmm. I did treat myself. This is so silly. What did you buy? Like a KitchenAid stand (laughs) mix? I do. (laughs) I knew it. Yeah. So basically, I'm a professional. Yeah, uh, what color did you get? I got the pistachio, which is basically that like 50s green. Um, So, (laughs) in my defense, but you know what? You can use it for so much. Yeah. So like, and it'll be it's my whole life. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm gonna buy another one next year. (laughs) So. Let me tell you, creaming sugar and butter together with the KitchenAid so versus easier. your hand mixer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, these are things oh. that I never realized was part of my life, creaming, yeah. creaming butter and sugar. Well, now it is. Yeah. yeah so I've nice. been baking quite a few things. Well, and you know what? It does just make it more fun and more pretty. <laughs> it's true. Aesthetically, it's nice I'm right there. Yeah. Hilariously. So I've been calling my Oma to ask her different things. She's an Aww. excellent baker. She probably loves that too. Honestly. She does. Yeah. So she gave me her, um, she's from Poland. She has this recipe for donuts that are potato based. Ooh. So those are the donuts that I, I made. made. Um, so there were quite a few phone calls to her upon that day. <laughs> is this what they're and to look like? what's hilarious is, um, like I love her. She's adorable. If you, yes. if anyone met her, you'd be like, she's the cutest woman that has ever lived in your whole vicinity <laughs> of a life. Um, and like, you know, I've had accomplishments in my life. I'm 37 years old. Yeah. Like things have happened. <laughs> Maybe one or two, etc. <laughs> yeah. I have not had more praise about oh. her being proud of me than <laughs> with all of this like baking stuff. She'll call. She'll be oh. like, "How did the cake turn out?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Oma, it's really good. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I love oh, you for that. Like, so it's cute. just, yeah. So it's very, very cute. Are you taking pictures to, like, show her? Yes. She doesn't have a cell phone, when so I send them to others yes. uh, to send to her. And um, so everything oh. is turned. And then she'll say to me, she lives in Calgary. Yes. She'll say to me, oh, I wish you were closer so we could have coffee. <laughs> and it's just, like, <laughs> it's so cute. It's adorable. The, you'll have to make something and then, and like, take it there. Yeah. to go. So, yeah. Basically, my... My favorite thing so far has been the bun cake. It came out of its 
That little, was fun. Yeah, yeah, and it was nice. beautiful. Had beautiful buttermilk icing. Things are nice. things are popping off. Do you share like? So, <laughs> like it's because I know for me, cooking baking for one person. Oh, it's the nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so things have got into my freezer. Yes. I brought donuts for Cher's husband. Oh, yes. Cher is not. She's a, not a sweet sweets gal. So I did bring him donuts, and my cookies haven't turned out. So a so lot of those, those ended up. <laughs> in the away <laughs> um and then yeah just like i made like little mini lemon loaves nice. because i'm just one oh, person and freeze them. yeah and then that's so nice because then when you are craving one you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole process again. you just have to like take yeah. it out i did take my little bun cake out my little quarter of my bun cake Good. so i don't have that today yes and <laughs> i don't know i like it and it just but you're right. Like I think a lot of our work people are gonna end up with our my baked goods. I'll just like <laughs> hey, bring we them. won't. It's like hey, it's a Tuesday. Here's a butt cake <laughs> for no good reason. I was yeah. just you know exactly. In the I mood. just I felt like making a cake, so yeah. here it is. I so I that. do like speaking of cakes. I do want to like make cakes. I want to make macaroons. Mm. That's the thing that I want to make the most. Okay. is little macaroons. So I'm pretty pretty you're pumped. getting into it. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm deep in. <laughs> this is how it all starts. Yeah. This is how it all starts. Your therapist tells you to do something, then you have like a. Oh, then you're obsessive like, about that, and your like therapist is like, you gotta YouTube pull it back. Yeah. Something. Quit your job. That's all you do now. Oh. Very nice. Yes, yeah, basically. So before we let you go today, we'll get into what we've been reading, watching, and listening over the past, I don't know, mind stuff is like over <laughs> the months. past week. Yeah. yeah. Um, few months, few weeks. What have you been reading? So I just started it not that long ago. Shocking, it's going to be The Secret History by Donna Tartt. Oh, I've seen things about yes. it. It's a pretty, like, heavy book. I think so. But I've heard good things. Like, it, it's like one of those, like, oh, you have to read it type of thing. So I was like, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Um, I'm not very far in, but it's like, on the first page, they tell you that, like, someone's murdered. So it's not, like, really a surprise. So, like, you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, but it's like this guy... I, I can't even remember his name <laughs> the main character he um like starts university and he's wanting to do um like the greek history class okay but they're like oh you won't be able to get in and he's like well why and they're like well the teacher like he doesn't let many students in the class and they're like well how many's in the class there's like eight kids in the class so, <laughs> you know adults and so he goes to talk to the professor and there's like this really weird vibe where it's like it's the professor and like the little group of students and they spend all their time together. It's like culty vibes. Very. Like they, no one else is allowed. They, they're like always walking together, like in the courtyards and everything. So, and he, he's very intrigued. He's <laughs> like, well, I love Greek history. I want to know like what's going on here. Yeah. So, so it is very much like, I think they get a little too involved with each other. <laughs> I think maybe there's some issues because obviously someone's murdered. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I'm not very far in, so I'll, I will report back. Um, Did you get it from the library? Yes. Paper? A, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have it. Nice. So I have it at home. I've seen it on a few things like TikTok and like other book lists yeah. that have come out. Because it's like an older book. It is older. That's why yeah. I'm surprised that it's like has this resurgence of popularity. I know. I know. Um, so we'll see. We will see what, what it is all about. But... <laughs> After you talk about this, like, proper literature book, let me tell you what I've been reading. <laughs> yeah, what have you been reading? Um, so I'm reading My Favorite Kidnapper by mm-hmm. Melanie Moreland. Okay, okay. Because, first of all, the cover was so cute that I had to order it straight away. Okay. And so Melanie Moreland, she is a Canadian author, known for, like, more contemporary, like, sort of 
billionaire-ish romances. Um, and so in the foreword of this book, it says, I set out to write a like sort of dark romance. Okay. But she's like, apparently that's not my vibe. So it's more like romantic comedy, even though like he does kidnap her. Okay. Um, so he's like, this is the part that like really like hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. They call it an age gap romance. Ooh. He is 28. Ooh. Or no, excuse me, he's 38 okay. and she is 26 or 27. And to me, nothing about that is necessarily inappropriate. But right. also, he is one year older than me, and she refers to him multiple times as oh. old man. Oh, no. And it makes me <laughs> want to shrivel a little bit. But anyways, so he is an art dealer, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Probably an art thief. We, I, I'm, oh, I'm about too. halfway through. And okay. she's a baker. And he's, like, in love with sweets. And she bakes his goddaughter's uh, wedding cake. And um, he's just like in love with everything about her. She thinks he's so she's so adorable. He loves her sweets, whatever. And so he proposes that he, she come to Italy with him and like bake some cakes. And he also wants to have relations. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, I like I have a life here, etc. Yeah. And so he just decides that he's no, gonna take her to Italy. <laughs> okay. um, so he does, and he brings her cat with her. Her cat's name is Roomba. Okay, good, at least. Um. And then there's just, like, sort of zany little shenanigans that mm-hmm. they get up to. And so, yeah, it's not dark so at all. So is it just, like, Stockholm Syndrome that she yeah, just, basically. Like, falls in love? Yeah, basically. Okay. So, yeah, things are going well for them at present. I'm, like, maybe three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting them to have some kind of breakup before they make up. Um, but That's it's really how it goes. it's quite cute. And, yeah, the cover is so, it's so cute. It's okay. it's just, like, such a style. And I'm happy to have it is on it my like bookshelf. Is it, like, the... Um, that's been really popular yeah. recently, like kind of the cartoony-ish. It is, but it's like more animated than that. Okay. Like their like little faces have expressions okay. and she has like a little cake batter. Th- it's, it is very cute. Okay. Um, I'm enjoying it. I like it. I've read her before, but this Nothing, is a yeah. different vibe. Okay. So I am enjoying it. <laughs> age gap romance. Yeah. The See, age like, gap When you said that, when you started me. with 28, and I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, no. Like, no, he's like, 38. She's like 26, that. 27. Okay. But yeah. Him, him being called old man. I am thirty-seven years old. Yeah. It's painful. That is pretty rude. <laughs> old man. Oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. What, what am I watching? watching? Yeah. Um. Oh. So I've talked about the show before, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's an anime based on a manga. <laughs> Season two just started. Ooh. It's crazy. It is so crazy. <laughs> Um, like highly anticipated season two, like it's one, like it is a very popular show for good reason. Yeah. Um, like, especially like, cause it's you know, obviously based on the manga, right? So mm-hmm. the writer of it, like he does a really good job at like having these little influences of like current day culture oh, okay. or like maybe a little bit older, but the references are just like so good <laughs> and it makes it like just really relatable because it, it is happening in like present time. I think the first season, well, it might be like 2018 ish cause it just follows after like the first season. Oh, okay. So it's like present ish. Yeah. It was present when it first came out. Let's yeah. say that they're, they're a little behind cause the first season came out in 2020. So it's been a little while oh, for yeah. season two, but like it's Mappa, one of the animation studios, like, one of they do a lot of stuff like Attack on Titan and a lot of other things. Very popular studio, Chainsaw Man. They they're doing it all these days. I don't yeah. know how they have the time. Um, but like, 
Jujutsu Kaisen. So there's like Jujutsu sorcerers. So there's like regular, it's like, you know, regular Tokyo, Japan that they're in. Um, cursed energy is like the, the bad emotions and, and feelings that people have. Okay. Sometimes if people have a lot, they leak out and they form like cursed cursed energy, cursed spirits, which only some people can see. And they look like little, you know, creepy monsters. Sometimes they're just small and easy to get rid of. Sometimes they're like big and they haunt like a whole neighborhood. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they can kill people. So the sorcerers come and they like exercise them basically. Oh, okay. So it's that kind of world, but it's just, oh, it's so good. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's perfect. So this, the second season just started. Is it like a weekly release? Yes. Oh, that's hard. Well, it, <laughs> so especially for season two, because the first three episodes, three episodes were like backstory a little bit for some of the characters and then you they were like okay now the next we'll like we'll get right into like the arc is called the shibuya arc so we're like okay great but they're like but we're gonna have a two-week break in between why (laughs) why i don't need a two-week break i just want to keep watching you've already had a three-year break exactly so it is back to weekly it's on thursdays so (laughs) thursday nights are very fun (laughs) but yeah where do you watch that uh crunchy roll yeah crunchy roll that's where we pretty much watch all of our our anime things yeah so the most selection i have been obsessively watching like criminal minds oh, over the I last love few weeks of criminal minds criminal minds <laughs> you got too excited um so i watched criminal minds when it was like new yes um because I, I was like watching it on tv yeah yeah i was like an adult when well, it came I, was, out. <laughs> I, I was i was a little younger but. um and like i watched it for a while mm-hmm. and then i didn't have cable anymore oh yeah so then i didn't watch it and then where are you like, watching it now then it's on disney plus oh is it oh i might have to get disney again. <laughs> um so yeah so i hadn't watched it forever and then they had that new show the new criminal minds season come out um oh, that they did on like a hulu i think it was on oh. our disney plus but i think it was on hulu okay. in the states and they like did a season where it was like uh, it was unrated because it was just on their streamer so it was, wasn't like network television and they had their unsub was their same like they had like episodic but yeah. they had their same unsub the entire season oh. um which was i don't know what his name is i think it's zach guilford it's matt saracen from uh friday night lights okay. so anyways that got me back into it but it was characters like mixed with some that i knew like mm-hmm. jj or rossi like the, the original yeah and like yeah. penelope garcia was there but then there were like other ones that like clearly were in the later seasons that i had never seen yes <laughs> so like, i need to understand their backstory basically so i thought oh, well, i'll get it lore. i'll watch it again so i didn't start it right from the beginning because i'd seen season one and two enough times enough times yeah. and then i thought well i'll get into it sort of when gideon is leaving and we'll yeah. get into it and now I'm like, I think I just started season eight. Okay. So Emily Prentice has left for the second time. For <laughs> the second time. Um, yeah. I think this was more her choice and not contract negotiations as was the first time. Yeah. But I really, I like it. It's, it's a good show. It is it's so show. dark and so creepy though. Yeah. Like some of the episodes are like. I was watching that as a kid. I know. Too. Some of the episodes <laughs> are like fine and you're like. Fine in the in the way that it's yeah fine. nothing too. But I'm like in the middle of a different episode that I had to turn off last night because I live alone and I yeah. was like, it's too dark in my house yeah. for this <laughs> yeah. and I don't you feel to watch this, this in the daytime. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, some of them are creepy, mm-hmm. but I just I love all of that. It feels like very sort of 
Sherlock Holmesy because yeah. it's very like in your mind. I mean, there's action there too, but there's a lot of like this unsub would be such and such. Yes, and you're like, blah blah blah, and, and, and like, like the ensemble of like the cast, yeah. especially like the original cast. I like I loved Shamar Moore when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a handsome man! But he's not in it anymore, is he? I'm still in the Shamar Moore years, so I know that he does one. leave it, and yeah. yeah, he's not back in the new uh, episodes, but. Yeah, it was, it's just, it's very good. I was watching the episode with Hotchner's wife. Mm-hmm. That was a very upsetting episode. I was crying a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I have, like, vivid <laughs> memories, and, like, the kid is hiding in, like, yeah, a chest. A little I, remember yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I don't think I would seen that live on TV. I'm not oh, 100% okay. sure. Like, I knew that it had happened, but um, probably it's TikTok crazy. or something. Anyways, so I'm deep in on Criminal Minds. It's, it is my show, my it's go-to. Good. And I like that there's, like, a lot of years. Yeah, they have so a backlog. I don't have to think about what I'm going to put on when I'm like making supper or whatever. Oh, that's so funny. Criminal Minds episode. Yeah. Done and done. Oh, perfect. What you've been listening Maybe I to? Need you. to do that too. You do. I should. I highly recommend listening to The Broski Report. Oh, so Brittany Broski. Brittany Broski. I love her. She's pretty funny. I love her so much. She's so funny and her podcast, it's very like if if you she got big on TikTok. Um, but she's, like, done other things, started a podcast. She was, like, famous for, like, a little meme She or was. Something. Like, the little kombucha yeah. dream. Yeah. Anyway. I think about <laughs> I, that face all the time. I bet she loves to be known. Yeah. Kombucha <laughs> girl. Um, but she has her podcast, and it's very much, like, some of her TikToks are just, like, so unhinged or just, like, <laughs> loud. The, t- the podcast is kind of like that, too. But she does have these really good moments of, like, she's had episodes where... Um, she does like album reviews or like one episode she just talks about like is art self-serving and like these really deep conversations with herself because it's a podcast alone in like an echo chamber but I kind of love that though because for multiple reasons one she's like a normal person she is she's very normal so like the idea that yeah well like but she's not like she doesn't have a degree in these things that she's talking about mm-hmm. and she's not like talking to these like over experts or no, whatever it's just, her it's just her and like we all have opinions yes we do and i agree with a lot of hers yeah and i like to you would probably really like it because i think she has a lot of the same opinions as you do on like country music <laughs> where like she's very like you should just i'll send you one to listen to because yeah. the way she talks about some things um because it's like like original like country music like the yeah. like bluegrass like not what it is now with like the pop country watch what town you go to type yeah. country music you know yeah not my vibe you would like her opinions <laughs> i think um because she loves like trixie and katya she's I've friends seen her with on them. trixie's um very funny youtube channel a couple times yeah <laughs> um and yeah and she does like album reviews or like her one because there's like this trend on tiktok of like people dressing up as like call of duty characters with like the masks on and everything oh, I'm not and familiar. like you don't need to be but like <laughs> women are very attracted to masked men apparently oh and i Brisky saw something this morning Brody. but i didn't understand what it was about <laughs> brandy broski is one of those women oh. and and so she'll like have these moments because then they're like doing these tiktoks and then they're like purposely maybe like whimpering in a way that maybe women may like (laughs) so she'll like watch these like they're called like whimper audios because everyone's like oh put the phone down and and do do push-ups over the over the phone because then they're like grunting as they're it's just it's a lot it's a lot to deal with but she does love the masked man 
So I do know that about her as well. That's so. very niche. It is and so like, niche. I feel like It's like such a corner of TikTok. I was going to say. <laughs> that like nobody needs to know about it except for the people who know and who like that it. part. But also I would just say sometimes you can keep things to yourself. Exactly. She doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> she does not. Which like is what her fan base likes. Exactly. It makes yeah. her more relatable. We all have those little things that are not going to be oh, yeah. public. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she there's one quote from her where it's just like. She's almost playing a character, but she's like, I pay the Wi-Fi bill. Like, I'll listen to a man whimper on TikTok if I want to, okay? <laughs> and it's just like, it's so good. It's so good. That's so funny. Because... I'm listening to a different kind of podcast. Okay. <laughs> I would hope so. It's called Pod Save America, and it's a political podcast out oh. of the United States with former um, Obama staffers. Oh. And the hosts are John Favreau and... I think it's John Lovett, but like not the actors. Oh, I was like just say, like people like, with like the same names. Interesting. Um, Good for them. And they sort of break down what happens sort of weekly in politics, but they do it from like a staffer's perspective in terms of like how you would spin it, how you mm-hmm. would like present it, where you would visit, what the what polls mean, what the points matter, and all that kind of stuff. Like, who knows all of that? I know? don't. But I like hearing them talk about, particularly right now, they're talking about um, sort of the Republican primary mm-hmm. and like Biden. E- either way, the United States, whether they elect Trump or Biden, will have the oldest elected <laughs> yeah, president. president in history. Ugh. So either way, they're going to have a very old person mm-hmm. um, as president. And then it's also like, how do you spin that or like whatever? And <laughs> I think a, a lot thing. of like American politics bleeds in to our politics just because it's like right there um so i find it quite interesting because i don't i haven't found anything that's like canadian content based that breaks it down in the same way Mm, like i would like to know more canadian things and like it's just so hard to find on your own and like to research it is and and i want people that sort of like tell their bias up front Mm -hmm. Like, they're, they're former Obama staffers. Yeah, like, we so know you know that they're Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Democrats, sorry. And, like, they're not going to be, like, rah-rah Trump mm-hmm. or, or whomever, Republican, whatever. Yeah. So, like, but I do think that they are sort of as fair as they, they can, can be. be. Like, they will say when a Republican has done a good job mm-hmm. or a good political job, even if it's not good for, quote-unquote, <laughs> yeah. their team. Exactly. Um, so I do like that part of it. But, like, right now, the United States politics are very interesting to me because a lot of, like, the leaders that, like, have been leaders mm-hmm. in either the Congress or Senate are so old now. And, like, I, I was thinking like more... knocking on death's door type old. Like, like, sees the Grim Reaper in the crowd. Very, old. very, very old. And, yeah. like, they're people who've had power for, like, a very long time. So part of that is interesting to me in terms of, like... At what point are you just like okay, and you're like I don't need to have that right, power. Like when can you like when he pass walk the away? Torch exactly. Onto, and then yeah. I was reading an article about passing mm-hmm. the torch, particularly it focused on like women politicians because we've not been in the game as long. Yes. Um, and it suggested basically that if these, and I don't know that it's necessarily fair because it is so focused at the women, mm-hmm. um, but if these women had really sort of broken down barriers and created opportunity for other women sort of coming up behind them, et cetera, why aren't they ceding their positions to right, the to next the generation yeah. of women? And you think about that with our like poli- 
politics in Canada as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have as many women representatives as male representatives. And so, yeah, you just think about it more on Mm -hmm. sort of a global scale too, or even North American scale between the two of them. And I do find it very interesting because, yeah, like, do you want an 80-something-year-old running a country? Maybe that's not the way to go. (laughs) I don't know. And it's interesting because in Canada, most of our leaders are quite younger. Yes. Like, comparatively speaking. Like, what are we doing differently? Yeah, it's it's an interesting thought. Because all of our major party leaders are not, you know, knocking on 80. No. So I find that (laughs) very... Well, I find that very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So... That is... Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of focus right now on age and whatever, mm-hmm. but... Well, there have been many incidences. <laughs> yeah, across the party lines yes. and across the different houses in the States in terms of, like, are you... Capable? Yeah, yeah. are you healthy enough mentally and physically to do a job that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, want to do? No. So it's just, it's very interesting, and I love hearing them talk. They have, like, little jokes, and they have little things and i just i think their name is funny pod safe america <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> like, is a good one it's pretty like dramatic they have some good guests uh political guests and yeah. things so cool i do find it interesting yeah very cool very nice thanks for joining us for season premiere season so five. exciting I'm so glad we're back <laughs> back again anyways we hope you had a good time with us mm-hmm. let us know what you've enjoyed since last we have chatted Probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably been, there's there's probably, been a lot of media. And like, people are in niches. Tell exactly. us about your niche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or don't. Or yeah. don't, maybe. Yeah. Your choice. Your choice. You can keep some things to yourself. But it's bye. been lovely. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying bye. Sorry. No, it's okay. Bye. <laughs>